The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's always a useful time when we're waiting for something to begin just to be interested in how the mind deals with waiting. Like what is that experience of the mind waiting? What's the mind doing? And it's not about doing it right. That's my job. I've got to wait like a Buddhist or something like that. More layers of stress, of course. And of course, we could just practice because it's so useful to normalize what it means to practice. We're just recognizing the present moment. So we're recognizing, like even if the moment is somewhat awkward, we're recognizing that awkwardness is something being known. Another thing we can do in those sort of moments that arise where we don't have obvious doing that needs doing is just to recognize, again, it isn't so much about you or me doing something, but it's more attuning to what we're recognizing. So we're attuning that the heart cares about this moment. And if that's not true, like you don't care, then you can notice that. That's, that's actually an interesting thing to notice, like that you're irritated or you're bored or you're one way or another rejecting the present moment. But if you're not, if there's a kind of openness, which is really a flavor of kindness, right? Then notice that. And it's nice to get in the habit, especially at the beginning of a sitting meditation time, to recognize that quality of kindness in this uncontrived way. So not you trying to be kind, thinking you should be kind. And it's almost like we're a naturalist observing nature. You know, we're we're sort of hanging back, observing the body, the mind, the heart. We're just observing the way it is. But we're curious, like, are there any robins in the trees? You know, is there any kindness in the mind? And we're just listening or opening, listening, aware for that flavor of non-aversion. It's really kindness and love, excuse me, more than anything is the absence of aversion and fear and anxiety. And it's, it's not even quite right to say the absence, it's more like the non-rejection of anything, including fear and anxiety. So we can have a kindly attitude toward my irritated mind. Oh yeah, irritation's like this, and I care about it. You know, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid to feel what that feels like. So I just recommend, like we're doing now, just sitting, preparing for our meditation time. Eyes can be open, they can be closed finding a relatively 
still, relaxed, upright, upright way to sit that works for your body today. And then to find, to feel, to notice kindness that's already here. Just this intention to be close, to feel what we're feeling, arises out of kindness and compassion. To not run away is an act of kindness. To be willing to feel is an act of kindness. Any moment of non-judging, any moment of not rejecting is a moment of kindness. So sense this opening to the body, the sitting body, the breathing body, the hearing body, in all the ways that the body is sensitive to the five sense organs. Willing to meet the experiences that are coming and going with kindness. Not that the experiences that are coming and going are that special, but what can be special actually is the opening, the kind willingness to open and feel not reject our experience, not to run away, not to hide, but to find our way, saying yes, feeling that yes, it's like this. Even if one of the predominant experiences is that of numbness, we can say yes, numbness is like this. Not feeling anything feels like this. And then each of us in our own way, we're learning what it is like to be intimate, to be feeling what we're feeling. Relaxed and soft and open and less and less defensive. more and more receptive. Right in the middle, nothing needing to be left out. And the real act, expression of love, 
is this willingness to be close and to be feeling what we're feeling. This is how we actually express self-compassion, self-kindness. Is just this sensitive presence right in the middle of what's ever coming and going, whatever's moving here. Of course, we might feel the impulse to judge or to control or to fix. But we realize we don't have to act out those impulses. We can, of course, we must feel what we're feeling. So if there are those impulses to get tight in one way or another, well, then we just feel them. So we're not repressing anything. But we're also not feeling obliged to act out every impulse that arises. Because we have this other option, which is simply to feel, to say, yes, it's like this now. And we really use this embodied sense that's right here and now right in the middle. So this saying yes to what we're feeling in the moment and the dynamic nature of what we're feeling, it's really a current or a river of feeling, always changing. It's a real renunciation of the mind getting lost in thought. But it isn't a rejection of thought as much as it's a yes to the ongoing feeling, feeling what we're feeling, and this not forgetting, keeping it in mind. And as you feel more and more settled, you might experiment by turning your attention to something more specific. So instead of this general inclusive awareness of all that's moving here, we can bring our attention on purpose. So it's a choice, but we can bring our attention to something simple like the natural process of breathing in and breathing out, it's an even more profound renunciation. So now we're choosing to be interested in this ordinary process, the physicality of breathing in, what that feels like, and then breathing out. 
And by choosing to be interested in the specific meditation anchor, then the mind, the attention will have to let go of paying attention to everything else. And we'll get to know what that feels like. So in your own way, choosing to be interested with that natural flow of sensation that is the in-breath and that is the out-breath when that happens. And we're just simply tracking the physicality of breathing in, whatever that feels like, and breathing out, whether you're feeling it more at the nostrils or feeling it more as a movement in the rib cage or the belly. Some people even will count the breath just as a interesting training. So for example, you can count one as you breathe in, just make that mental note one, then as you breathe out, repeat that one, and then two as you breathe in, two as you breathe out, three as you breathe in, three as you breathe out. See if you can in that really gentle, relaxed way, whether you can have the continuity to get to 10 without any wavering, without any doubt. Just, it's not about the counting, it's about using the counting to connect with the sensations of breathing in and out. The continuity of being with the stream of sensation that is the breathing in and breathing out. As if it's the most important thing. Of course, no need for tightness, but we are interested. get to 10, you can just begin again. See if we can do two rounds of 10. And remember the getting lost and the willingness to begin again. That's really the bulk of the practice. Learning how to start over in a skillful, non-tight way.
Remember, it's really helpful to relax and soften. And even if you never get to three, before awareness loses the thread at the present moment, it's okay, because we're training the heart and mind. That's the point. Find that intention to connect and sustain, cultivating this receptive interest in the breathing process as an exclusive meditation object and learning to notice the pleasure, the peacefulness of that simplicity that we cultivate. Because that really builds the mind's interest when we realize how good renunciation of distraction, renunciation of the diversity of our experience it feels really good to put it all down for a period of time. And of course, we're going to pick it all back up later, but explore in a way that's safe, just being with the simplicity of breathing in, breathing out, tracking it, without any forgetfulness, any wavering. And just notice what that feels like. It to be helpful 
to tune into the specificity of the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath. Like really tuning into the touching at the nostrils as an example, or that feeling of movement as the belly rises and falls. Because that will be a real support for the interest, like how to keep this ordinary process in mind, how to practice not forgetting. And again, be very interested in that moment where you notice the mind's been lost in thought. It's a really interesting, important place of practice to realize there's no need to judge and no need to be frustrated. Just in a very simple, direct way, begin again. Feel the body sitting, Realize that this awareness of the body is here and now. Feel any reverberations of having been distracted. Any leftover emotional tone from the thoughts. Make peace with whatever you're feeling, whatever the reverberation is. So don't rush back to the meditation anchor. When you're ready, return, start again. And experiment with the counting if you haven't used it before. It's just an interesting technique that can expose the mind's resistance to the continuity of present moment awareness. 
or just generally expose the habits of the mind. Because we see the resistance so clearly. Remember, it's all about learning, and in particular, learning about the habits of the mind, and that these habits are just habits. So, for example, you might at a time see, feel some real resistance to beginning again, connecting and sustaining with the ordinary breathing process might be great doubt, I can't do this, it's too much, or this is too bad. And our practice is simply to acknowledge whatever resistance arises, whatever the mind, the habit-based mind says, just acknowledge it as something being known. And then do your best to feel the body sitting Notice that the breathing process is already happening here. The sensations of the breathing process are already here. The mind is already sensitive. And so just begin again recalling or remembering to recognize 
Yeah, breathing in is like this. You don't have to believe the thoughts. 